Hey friends, welcome to the Planet Podcast, aligning you in your mindset, nutrition, and wellness. I'm your host, Melanie Barrett, a holistic nutritionist, life, and health coach that is obsessed with helping women to confidently believe and trust in themselves to create positive change in all avenues of life. When it comes to feeling overwhelmed, being crippled by anxiety, paralyzed by what foods to eat, and how the hell to live a balanced, healthy life, I've been through it all and know that struggle personally. This is why I've dedicated my life to helping others just like you to make this world a better place, one mindset shift at a time. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Plant Ahead podcast. As always, I'm super honored to be here. And I have just really been taking a step back and reflecting over this past year and who it's been so crazy. And, you know, I just felt that I wanted to really share about my navigating through 2020. And, you know, I really just wanted to dive into the light of 2020 because, you know, as shitty and crappy as 2020 has been, you know, I was actually asking people, I'm like, so, you know, if you could just describe 2020 in two words, uh, the most common one came up was shit show. And second was dumpster fire. And it's really funny because, you know, how many memes and jokes and all that are around now about dumpster fire of 2020, but it really has been such a crazy year. And to really look at it instead of just dumpster fire, I like to look at it dumpster firing all the bullshit that I was keeping inside me and the stories I was telling myself and just that, that shadow self, that darkness that no longer served me that I've truly decided I want to dumpster fire and get rid of. And I feel like that's the most powerful thing about 2020 really has, it's really truly taught us to take that step back and really reflect and learn and just lean into what we've all been through. And I really challenge or ask you guys to just take some time to really reflect on this year because it's been one hell of a fucking ride, right? Like, whoo, when you really think about it, it's nuts. And I mean, for us personally and my family, it was extra crazy because before this year even started, we spent all last year in 2019 getting ready to sell our house and move and get to Texas and just get rid of all of our stuff and try to downsize and all the things and moving with a toddler and then obviously not having family here and then how chaotic it was just when we first got here and then the traveling that we did, which I'm very thankful we were able to get traveling in before, you know, this thing called COVID hit. If you guys ever heard of it? Oh God. But yeah, so it's just been, it's just been a crazy year and it was just nonstop go, go, go the year before. So I look forward to this year to be that time to kind of pause and, you know, enjoy life and, you know, ground in and really settle into this new place that we're living And for us, you know, one of the biggest things actually at the very beginning of COVID this year really taught me was that I really, truly, and deeply need to just be more mindful. I actually did a workshop on this earlier this year because I felt so guided to share. It's because I noticed how my mind was so full of all the things all the time and I was constantly going, pushing, and doing the thing. So when COVID first hit and it was like lockdown time, you know, a lot of us were like, oh, yeah, let's take advantage of this free time and all this stuff. Let's do it. And for me, I was like, yeah, I'm going to do that. I enrolled in some courses and I was getting ready to go gung-ho and I went all in with it. 
But, you know, and then I tend to notice that I had my AirPods in, I would be on the beautiful trail walking with my son and I would just be trying to pay attention to him, move with him, listen to this class. And I'm like, what am I doing? I wasn't, it literally felt like somebody was chirping in my ear. Like, I wasn't integrating any of the information. I wasn't taking anything in. I just felt like a madman. I'm like, what am I doing? And it made me realize that I wasn't being mindful at all, like at all at all. And although this year has really taught us all to obviously slow down, but it also really taught me that, you know, I I am a mother and my husband and I both work from home. So for us, this lockdown, as I know a lot of moms can relate to this, but we went from, you know, even if we didn't work at home, but then our kid was home all the time. And I mean, I love my son. He, we have him here most of the time. We only take him to school a couple of days a week just so he can interact and have fun and friends and all the different moving pieces there. But for us, it was like, okay, we moved to this new city. We don't have any support system here. And then when now I have my kid home with me all the time and I'm like, ah, I like was losing my mind. It was so, so hard. And as much as I thought I would get this free time, it was the exact opposite. It actually became way busier. And I was just pushing and going and just trying to get through all the things. And it was just so, so crazy and overwhelming that I I didn't know what to do with myself, for real. So I just really had to take that step back and just become more mindful. You know, the, the, those moments in our life when we reach those breaking points where we're like, enough's enough. And you, you know, you hit that rock bottom. You're like, I can't, I can't go on like this anymore. I'm waving the white flag, whatever you want to call it. I really hit that at the beginning of COVID where I'm like, okay, I really need to be more, more present y'all. Like I need to spend more time with my son. Yes. I, there's a difference between being there with him and then truly being there with him, playing with him and interacting and having fun and just living our best lives together. And that's one of the most beautiful lessons that COVID has really taught me to really truly be present and be there and live life because we always look so much into the future and what's to come and what we got to do and our to-do list and all the things, which, which is great. And it's, it's very powerful in itself, but at the same time, we are not, we're losing sight of this moment right now, right here. And before you know it, this moment is gone. You don't remember what happened and like even what's moving and happening in our lives. So really just taking that time to be just more present and get out of our heads and live life. And I mean, if that comes down to setting strong boundaries with yourself and family and friends, so be it. Put timers on your phone so you don't use social media as much. Because I, across the board, I see a lot of people actually picked up some bad habits during COVID too, where you know you're using social media way more. I mean, I I know we all when COVID first hit, it was so unknown that we were all constantly checking and looking at the news to see what's going on or what so and so saying. And so of course, you know, it just became an ingrained habit that we all kind of developed. So really recognizing, seeing like, oh, this is something that I started doing. This is something that's not serving me. I got, and I got to break this habit. So just becoming more mindful of our behaviors around situations and people and just giving so much that we don't have. So just really, really be mindful of everything, whether it's with your food or being more mindful with other people or just your time and your energy. There's just so many different 
pieces that go into just mindfulness, but really number one is taking care of yourself, guys. Like you've got to do that. So being really mindful of how you feel, being mindful about the food you're putting in your body. Because a lot of times, just to talk about food for a second, and everybody jokes about the quarantine 15 this year, where everybody's like, oh, I gained so much weight. And a lot of people have gained weight, but there was a lot of high emotions that came up this year for us that we use food to kind of cope with our emotions because we felt 5 million different emotions this year. It was crazy. And for a lot of us, it was kind of foreign territory. So we just kind of emotionally ate and made us feel better. And that's how we felt it grounded us to kind of bring us back for a moment. So it just became the habit, a habit that we've all created and formed. And it doesn't have to be your story anymore. And you could easily work with that and set that free and let that go. You just really got to listen to yourself and honor yourself and, you know, just be present. So when it comes to the food, if you're just pay attention to the way it tastes and smells and feels in your mouth and just be more present and mindful with your food, you'll notice such a difference. So once again, just really tapping into the mindfulness was the number one lesson I felt like I personally learned in 2020. The second one that really came up for me was leaving the weight behind me and really and leaving that shadow and that darkness and that crap behind and really allowing myself to step into that light and take that weight, that burden, that heaviness on my shoulders because we all want to have control. And COVID has really taught us in 2020 is just said, you got to let go of control because we can't control things anymore. It just, we've never really been able to, but we try as hard as we can to really protect our stories and what's going on, which is absolutely valid and it really does mean something. But at the same time, we we have to let go of what we can control, which is a lot of things. We can't control the weather. We can't control what somebody's going to say to us or how our kids going to act that day. We can set our intentions and we can set the stage to try to be our best and do our best. But trying to control everything, it's just not going to work. And especially with being a parent is that you know, you could try to feed your kid the right food, get them the nap at the right time and do certain things. But you know what? Things happen. And this year has really taught us not only just to kind of leave that weight behind and let go of control, but pivot, 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 pivot. Oh my goodness. I can't, ex- I can't even express that enough how much we've had to pivot because we are getting presented with situations and things we've never experienced in our lives. And we're like, okay, so you have one or two choices, you know, boom, here's an experience. Here's COVID. There's this new foreign virus, crazy thing that's running around. The world's getting shut down. We don't know who to believe or what to do. All we can do is pivot. We have a choice. We either say, why me? Why is this happening? This is so unfair. This sucks. This is awful. Or we go to the other side and say, all right, what can I do to become better? What can I do to make the best out of this situation? And there's right there. You just have to make sure there's that fine line between making sure you're feeling your feelings, which I'm going to get into and processing them and not just like pushing them to the side, but really truly saying, okay, this is a situation. This stinks. I'm going to really figure out how it makes me feel. And then I'm going to rechannel that energy and I'm going to make it into something positive. How can I make this better? 
And of course, for example, for me earlier in the year when it started, I'm like, I'm going to take advantage of this free time. Woo! And I tried to do all the things, but that wasn't actually the best thing for me. I thought it was in my head at the time, but it actually wasn't. So really leaning into, okay, what can I do to redirect and be the best? And that, and, but the cool part is, is yes, I might've got stuck and lost and, you know, try to do all these new things, but because I tried to do that story, I actually ended up learning that I needed to be more mindful. So that that's the beauty in all of it is that when this first happened, I was like, I got to go, I got to push, I got to do all these new things. I have this free time when I actually didn't. So then it actually made me see it from a the different perspective of, oh, I need to be more mindful and more present instead of trying to do all the things all the time, just enjoy what I have. So that's the the really cool part for me is that each individual piece has taught me so much and I've really allowed myself to pivot as things kind of get presented to me and they might not be the best. I'm not allowing myself to get discouraged. I'm not allowing myself to fall into that victim mode and be like, why is this happening? This sucks. Like, yes, like things suck and things come up and they're not the best. But at the same time, we really have to learn we can either be we could live in a dumpster fire or we can dumpster fire that crap that's not serving us and try to make the next best story. And then yeah, to kind of piggyback off of what I'm talking about is the another, so number three for me is really learning to process my emotions. This year has truly, holy crap, taught me that. So kind of what I was talking about before is that when, you know, we first moved here, we, I was so excited to explore these things, meet, make new friends, start a new life. Like, I was so pumped. I wanted to open an office here and really start my practice and really take things to a completely different level, do a lot of in-person stuff. And I wanted to step away from doing stuff on the internet. And here we go. This situation was presented to me and I had to pivot. I said, that, okay, I have to focus more on the internet. I need to do that. This is the way that we're going to be living for the foreseeable future. And, you know, for me, I actually felt really sad. And I, and I noticed that, you know, these feelings were coming up and old me would say when a feeling would come up, I'd be like, no, but this is so much better. Things are just going to work out this way. Da, da, da. And I would dismiss it or I'd be like, no, you made it to Austin. You did it. You did what you needed to do. Good job. But instead of doing that, I said, no, but I, I, I'm grieving right now. I'm feeling really sad and I'm feeling really frustrated. And that's when I realized, oh, these feelings that are coming up for me, they're really valid. They're real feelings and that they deserve to be honored and heard. Because a lot of times for us in life, things will come up for us and we just kind of brush them to the side. We just kind of tuck them under the rug, shove them into the closet, close the door and say, I'll deal with you later. And then we kind of never do. And every time we don't process an emotion, our body holds onto it. Our body keeps score of things. And that's the craziest thing of all that I, another really big thing that I've leaned into this year, like these are things that I've all kind of known, but this year has really taken me to that really next level version of myself that I'm so thankful for. But when we don't allow ourselves to truly pay attention to how we feel, we're losing such valuable information. And then we kind of shove it in and we leave it in as I was saying before, our body keeps score, our body holds on to that. So then when we see some random thing that reminds us of something that we may have pushed down, it's a trigger. And then you wonder why you get mad at the drop of a hat and you're like, ah, it's because it's a trigger. That's a feeling. That's an emotion that we have suppressed. So really it's taught me to, I need to process, not suppress what's coming up. So 
how I really look at processing feelings and emotions is that, you know, it actually only takes six seconds to feel a feeling. That's it. But when we shove it in and we push down and down and down and down, that quick little six second thing and those stories we keep telling ourselves to protect turns into, you know, <laughs> a year's worth of stuff that we have to process and go through. But if we feel it in that moment, it, it literally only takes six, six seconds. It's just like a cloud passing by in the sky. It's that quickly. And it's really wild to think about it that way. But the process of processing emotions is that you really just gain awareness around it. Like, huh, I, I'm feeling something, you know? I And for example, when we first moved here, I felt very when, once COVID hit, I felt very sad. I felt very frustrated. I felt overwhelmed and I felt a lot of grief. And when I realized that the big main feeling was grief, I was grieving the life that I was so excited to have and I could wait to experience, but it was also something that was very valid and it was very, very real. And in that moment, I realized, holy crap, this is a real, true valid feeling. And I see the awareness around it. I see that this is true and this is legit. And in that moment, I was like, wow. And I was able to actually accept how I felt. And that's the second piece to really processing your emotions is first you gain the awareness around it and then you accept it and you say, you know what, this, this thing, this thing sucks, but you know what, this is it. And that's where that, that magical part of talking about earlier is when you pivot and, you know, you really become mindful and you really lean into it and you're like, I'm going to let this go because I know this doesn't serve me. I know this isn't for my best good. And this is something that if I were to release and let go of, I'm going to feel better. So just really sitting there with yourself and accepting this is my reality. This is truly what's going on. This might not be the best thing in the world. This might super suck, but how can I pivot? Because here's the magical thing is that when we are presented with something, and it's a challenge and it may be hard, it really up-levels us. As we move through it and we break through to the other side, we feel like a completely different person. We feel empowered and it's just re-channeling because everything's about the energy that we have within us and just re-channeling it into a more positive state. So as you gain awareness around the, the emotion and kind of what's coming up, then you start to really accept it. Like, okay, I accept you. So then how do you kind of release it and let it go? and move through those feelings is really sitting down with it. And I love to journal. Journaling is my favorite thing. It's so powerful and it's probably the most efficient tool you can use. You can do energy healing and there's so many different tools and modalities, but for yourself and sitting there and for you guys all listening, it's just journal it. And if to know what that looks like is, okay, I, I'm starting to you know, gain some awareness around these emotions that are coming up. You know, I'm feeling really, really sad and, you know, depressed and angry on whatever it is. And then you just say, okay, I, I accept these feelings. These are real. These are valid. This is how I feel. And this is true to myself. And I'm allowed to feel this way. And then to move through it, get your journal out and set a timer for Anywhere, if you're just starting fresh and it's new, set a timer for one minute on your phone. Just hit the stopwatch. Like, hey, Siri, set a timer for one minute. It'll start and just brain dump everything of how you're feeling right now. Talk about it in that journal. And then it could be helpful after you're done. Rip it up, throw it away, burn it, 
and just release it and set it free. And it's so empowering and it feels so good just to move through those feelings and release them and let them go. And that's the process of emotions. And sometimes it can feel intense and it can even feel weird. I remember when I first started feeling feelings and they would come up, I actually didn't know what feelings were at all. I, as I said before, I had a pretty traumatic childhood and I grew up in a house where my dad was overly emotional, like cried about everything, was really mad and angry, 100% Italian guy. And then my mom was just super quiet and didn't, I never even saw my mom cry. So she never felt any feelings. So for me as a child, I was so conflicted on how do I feel? What do I do? So I pretty much disassociated through my whole life. So if any feeling came up at all, I would just push it in. So by the way, I've been spending some time releasing all of it. It's been a doozy, especially this year. Oh God, there was just no space this year. I had to release all of it. And it's such a blessing that I was able to release all of it, but it's just wild because I never felt any feelings. I pushed them all down. So therefore, as I did that to myself, I realized it's time to let this go. And the more I lean to letting it go, the better and better I felt. And that's the magic about all of this is that when things are hard and things are tough and we feel like we're stuck in a place and we don't know where to move forward, we just got to really listen to ourselves and lean into it and ask myself, how am I feeling? What's going on? Yes, the situation stinks, but I have the right to feel this way. Absolutely. I am human. We have feelings and we are not robots. And it's hard to remember that we're not robots because we live in such a world of technology. I mean, we have everything we need in in this little rectangular box that we use and carry around with us that is like essentially our lifeline. But we can be free from all that and we don't have to let it run us. We just have to really lean into how we feel and allow ourselves to gain awareness around it and accept it and just move through because we are we're beautiful. You're beautiful. We're unique creatures. Each of us are so different and such weirdos. I am so proud. As a kid, everybody used to pick on me and call me a weirdo. Now I'm like, it's my badge of honor. It's awesome to be different and it's awesome to be you and just really lean into that. And you know what? If processing feelings and stuff like that is new, that's fine. I said when it was new for me, it was definitely really challenging because when a feeling would come up, I would automatically push it back down. It could be good or bad. Every feeling felt like the same to me and it just came out as anxiety for me. So every time I feel something like, oh God, now when I feel happy, for example, I close my eyes, I start to feel a bubble up. Even if I see a movie and I start tearing up before I'd be like, don't cry, you weako, you weak bitch. I'm like, no. And now I'm like, oh, like I love it. Accept it. I close my eyes. I put my hand on my heart and I just feel like a big cheese ball. But you know what? That's how I move through it. That's how I move right through that feeling coming up. And then if, you know, really frustrating things are coming up, I sit in with my heart and I sit with my heart pounding and it might feel overwhelming, but then it's over. It really is. And, you know, when you think about just how I even ended that with over is that we think about, I can't wait for this year to be over. And I wish that, you know, we went into 2021 and the masks would all go away and everything would be different. We could hug people, wouldn't be weird, but Things are going to be different and things have shifted definitely, probably long term, but we just have to really learn how to pivot with it and really accept what's happening in our lives because this is a different time and we, it, you all are, we're all entitled to grieve the life that we had before and it's not here right now. 
And I know there's just going to be a huge energy shift for all of us as we go into 2021, just because it's just a new outlook and it's a new time where we can set goals and really decide where we want to go. And 2020 is just the year that truly taught us, let's, let's figure out what's going on. Let's figure out how I feel. Let me lean into this. What isn't serving me? What habits and weirdo behaviors and things is just suck that need to be let go? Let's leave those in 2020. Let's leave them here. Let's dumpster fire them and really create a new story, a new timeline, and a new place of where we want to go. So as we sign out this year, guys, really spend some time to figure out where you want to go and setting your goals. And if you guys are not connected with me on the interwebs, even with Facebook, I have my Facebook group that I'm going to be doing a ton of just free workshops and stuff like that coming up. I'm going to be doing one on setting goals and intentions going into 2021. So I'm really excited about that. So if you're not following me on the social media interwebbing land, I mean, my Instagram is plantahead.co. You can find me on there, send me a message, connect with me on Facebook. My business page is Plant Ahead. So yeah, just connect with me and find me. And I want to be here to really help you guys and really ring in 2021 really powerfully, as they said, to spend some time now, figure out your goals, where you want to go and how you want to be, just, just to be your best and absolute self. So yeah, it's just been, it's been a crazy year, but I am so happy I am here and doing this podcast and just connecting with all you beautiful souls. And it's just such an honor. And I hope you guys have a beautiful rest of the year and an amazing start to 2021. You all deserve it. And I love you all. And I will talk to you all soon. Take care. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. If you love what you heard, please leave me a review and share this episode with someone you feel may benefit. For more inspiration, join the conversation with me on Instagram at planahead.co. There you will find a link in my bio to my free mindful and meal prep guide that'll kickstart your wellness journey today. Until next time, remember, even through your hardest days, we are all made of stardust.